begging you please to batter my heart my three person break down this old weary facade and show yourself yeah. please show yourself in me oh my god oh my savior up above please hear my prayer oh my god Hey podcasters, welcome back to Faith Fit. Thanks for joining me. I'm Catherine Laguna. With me for this episode is Brother Isaiah Hoffman, all the way from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Brother Isaiah is not only a Franciscan friar of the Renewal, but can also spill out a few tunes on his guitar. He has a love for the simplicity of music and draws inspiration from the life of St. Francis. How's it going, Brother Isaiah? Welcome to the podcast. Great, Catherine. Yeah, thank you for having me. Joy to be here. Of course. There are so many really cool things that I find intriguing about your life, your vocation, and your talents. Um, I do want to get a little into your music in just a moment, but I wanted our listeners to get a little backstory on who Isaiah Hoffman is. It sounds like a very important name, you know? (laughs) So you're a West Coaster, and you grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area. Did you have a vocation in mind early on, or was that an inclination that came to you later on in life? Yeah, you know, I think it was um, one of those things that was there all along. It's uh, it's there in seed, and, and now looking back, I see the Lord was uh, drawing me in many different ways and kind of capturing my heart all the way along. I can remember as early as uh, childhood just being near the beach and near the ocean, and I just remember this total fascination um, with just the vastness of the of the water and the, and the sea there and just uh I remember something in my heart just telling me I was I was made for that and and at that time I thought it meant I was supposed to live near the beach for the rest of my life but now I see it was sort of that that infinite um love that that the Lord has for us that wideness of his mercy that greatness of who he is um that was really drawing me and then all the way along um in little ways the Lord was definitely um Capturing my heart and uh, sent a lot of great guides throughout my life, uh, people who kind of pointed out the way uh, and helped me navigate the, the wilderness of the different years. And then um, especially late high school and, and, and college, I really began to discern uh, vocation more intentionally just after specifically, I think, an experience, just the experience of the peace of Jesus in prayer and the way that the peace of Jesus can remain even when other things um, are shaken or other things are disturbed, uh, he really visited my heart in that way. And so um, a more intentional discernment began in college. But yeah, all the way along, he was definitely drawing me, capturing me, speaking to me in, in, in ways I could understand even when I didn't know it was him. So yeah, it was there. So speaking of college, you studied English and philosophy at Boston. Did you have a career in mind when you went to college or even starting a band at that point? <laughs> Uh, I don't think starting a band was the first first plan. It was maybe <laughs> lower, maybe after the top ten list. But um, yeah, for for careers, I I I remember being really um, wanting to to possibly look at teaching English in, in, at the high school level. There was sort of a general discernment going on. Definitely, it was there. Um, but I think in some ways, I was sort of running from it or delaying it or not wanting to deal with it. It was a bit of a uh, of a scary thing at that time early on. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I loved. I had a great English teacher in high school, and I remember really wanting to uh, pursue a career like that. And um, yeah, I wasn't totally sure, but it was a great time of discernment. And then um, about halfway through college, I really began to discern a vocation to the priesthood of the religious life. So, and you enter the community of the Franciscans of the Renewal in two thousand and eight. So, what drew you to this community in particular? Yeah, you know, at the at the end of the day, there were a lot of there were a lot of things. I mean, it felt like home when I got there. But um, most of all, really, at, at the end of the day, it was the same thing as the peace of Jesus. I remember looking back on my life; it's always been the peace of Jesus that has um, really pointed me to Him and revealed His presence. And I remember going and visiting, not not planning um, to join necessarily, just looking. And, and I was looking in a number of different communities. But when I got um, to this one, I remember the, the same um, unexpected peace uh, was really uh, present in my heart when I was with the brothers and when I was um, in the friary. And when I left it, I remember the peace remained at the thought of being with them. And so it was certainly the life of prayer. Um, I, I really wanted uh, a life of prayer, a life where I could grow in ongoing journey with the Lord, um, uh, the life of fraternity, that support, and just the, the simple uh joys of, of being with brothers and, and also as well as the challenges of that felt like the right challenge for my life and then living uh, with the poor and then the life of preaching uh, the gospel, sharing the joy of, of Jesus and, and the peace that he brings. Um, all of those things were part of it, but at the end of the day, my heart uh, felt like um, that same peace that he'd been drawing me with the whole way along was there and uh, after tasting that, you don't really want anything else, so it was uh, it was it was really calling me on. So you shared a little bit about your community's mission, which is prayer, contemplation, your duty to the poor. What other vows do you guys have? I know you have a devotion to St. Francis, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, we're brothers of St. Francis. We're in the community that uh, the Lord started through him. And and uh, it's really uh, a simple gospel life. That's what we're we're struggling uh, to live here. And, uh, and, and, and uh, St. Francis was just captivated uh, by Jesus and by the love of the Father and by the working of the Holy Spirit, and he wanted to just live the gospel. And so that's what we're trying to do, and and that's uh, our greatest devotion, I would say, or or what we hope to be our greatest devotion is is the gospel and belonging to the Lord and uh, going where he sends us. So you mentioned earlier the experience of beauty, and I really touched with all the different things you find close to your heart, which is obviously the ocean because you live so near it during your childhood. And you also see a lot of beauty through art and the mystery of, a, of the human heart. Are these all the inspirations that deepen your wonder and encounter with God, or are there several more? <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, beauty is probably the first place. I mean, I, I find them in, in, in many different places, always surprising me, but beauty is often a way I've just encountered God, even before I felt like I really knew who He was. Um, it was often in beauty, in, in the natural beauties of the world, and the beauties of friendships, and the, the beauties that come along the life journey. All those things uh, were definitely places where I felt now I can see I was experiencing God's presence, um, and and yeah, wonder is is such a fascinating experience. Um, wonder leads to contemplation, and it's true. It's so true, right? There's this sort of natural quiet that settles on the heart whenever we encounter something truly beautiful and overwhelming in that way. And really, it's it's an amazing experience um, that really is a type of prayer, and and it leads to a deeper prayer. So. 
often that seems to be the way the Lord surprises me, and He surprises me in beautiful things, but I also find that He often surprises me in the beauty of difficult things, in the beauty of of, of difficult moments in life. And, and that's a beauty harder to discern sometimes. It may not look so beautiful, but afterwards sometimes we look back on some of the more difficult moments of life and we really see there was something beautiful going on there. What God was doing in our hearts was beautiful. What God was drawing out of us was beautiful. What God was bringing to our minds, um, what he was teaching us was beautiful. And I think I'm even more in wonder at those things now. Obviously, at the time, I'm, I usually don't appreciate them. But afterwards, I'm always in wonder at the beauty God brings out of difficulty and out of um, situations that may not look so beautiful. So Yeah, so true. That was such a great way of putting it. So let's get a little bit into your music now, because uh, your album, Broomstick, debuted in 2016. What was the intention or meaning behind that name? Because I think it should be a good one. It sounds very interesting. <laughs> mm, yeah, thank you. Thank you. At the end of the day, it, it's, um, it's about God in the simple things. God in the simple things. God in things as simple as sweeping and uh, the day-to-day chores and, and the little things. Finding God in those things. And But the, it was also inspired by a story of St. Francis in the early, early days of the community, right when it was first beginning, um, before St. Francis had necessarily a, a plan in mind of what, what he felt God was calling him to do, he really just felt moved to tell people about this love that he'd experienced um, in the Lord. Um, and he would, he would uh, pretty much burn across the Italian countryside from, from town to town um, telling people about this love. And it says in one of his biographies that he would go into a town with a broom, he carried a broom, and he would sweep the churches, because at that time a lot of them were abandoned and falling apart, and some of them were places where they'd keep uh, livestock, and so there was, uh, there was things to be cleaned inside the churches. So he would just sweep the churches, and then it said he would go into the town center and tell people about the love of God. And that was it. That was the St. Francis that so many people know. He had this very simple beginning, and it was just um, really about a man who was impelled by an experience of love, the love of God that changed him and transformed him. And, and what was the first thing he did? Well, he went and swept. He swept churches. And I always, I love that. It just, to me, it's so much um, the story of our lives. It's about the simple things, about love-filled actions, about actions kind of uh, empowered and impelled by an experience of the love of God um, that transforms us. And then it touches everything that we do. So even sweeping hallways or sweeping churches is, is, is a very holy thing. And the holiness of most of our lives is made up of very simple, seemingly mundane things. And I was just so captivated by that story of St. Francis. And then I also found myself writing a lot of songs while I was sweeping at times. So it had a very practical uh, purpose as well. So that's where the name came from. Well, the song that I found very intriguing was Jacob's song off of the album because it has a sweet melody, but then, I don't know, you have to tell me because I found that there was like a hint of like a Caribbean vibe on there. Do you, do you hmm. agree, disagree? What do you think? <laughs> oh, I love the, I love the music from the Caribbean. I, I, I don't know if I can claim to be authentic, but man, I love it for sure. I love the, I mean, I love the music of, of, Really, the music of every culture, it, it brings out oftentimes you find the heart of the culture and the heart of the people and the things that move them most deeply. And so growing up, I, I listened to a wide variety of music. Just bec- And now I see I was often listening for that. It's just amazing. You can hear often like in music from the Caribbean, you hear this deep joy that, that's born of, of difficulties, but 
and so real and so authentic. So definitely, I would say that that's certainly an inspiration. So then what was the meaning behind Jacob's song for you? You know, it, it's it's really about um, finding God when he where we don't seem to see where he exists. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing. So, um, uh, yeah, finding him where um, both in the world around us and the world within us where we don't necessarily see his existence mm-hmm. um, or see his movement. So the first verse is sort of talking about the difficulties going on in the world, and um, it ends with uh, a prayer saying, please show yourself and show yourself in me. Um, uh, because oftentimes we can look around the world, and, and, and if we're really honest with our hearts, maybe we say, you know, Lord, I don't see where you are in this. Where 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 are you in all of this uh, in what might look like chaos at times. And the same thing goes in our own hearts. Sometimes we look inside, and if we're really honest, we say, well, I'm not sure where you are, and I'm not sure what you're saying, and, and I don't know what you're doing. And it doesn't seem like you're there. And so the song's really a prayer um, asking God to show himself in me. And when we find him in our hearts, we can more easily find him in the world around us, I find. We, we see his presence um, as it always is very humble and hidden, but we're more um, able to perceive it once we encounter his presence in our hearts. And the last part of the song is um, uh, asking, uh, it's this prayer, prayer um, talking about the Lord. All he has to say is, let there be light, and there is light, right? There was chaos before the creation of the earth, and all he said was, let there be light, and there was light. And the same goes for our life. You know, we can be in the deepest darkness, feel so separated from God, and all we have to hear is him say, let there be light, and there is light. There is order, there is beauty, there is creation. And that goes uh, the same for our own lives and within us. Um, he just says, all he has to say is, let there be peace, and there is peace. So um, even when he seems farthest away, it, it's but a word. It's but a word away, but a moment away. So for anyone who is uh, just not sure where God is in their life, um, he's only a moment away. He's only a moment away. And, and that's um, that story is me basically uh, struggling with that reality and then encountering it, I'd say. Yeah. And through your experience, you know, along your journey, through your faith journey, what is something that always keeps you grounded? Uh, reality. <laughs> I don't know if that's, that's a helpful answer. Well, anyway, that's what keeps me, me, me grounded, the world around me. So the real people... Um, Especially the reality of my heart, it keeps me very grounded because my heart is constantly saying things. My heart is constantly um, wanting um, to find God, uh, aware when it when it senses God's presence, and also aware when it doesn't. And uh, the difficulties of life, they keep me very grounded. Uh, prayer keeps me grounded because ultimately I think prayer is aimed at making us more aware of reality, not less aware. Um, so I, I'd say the reality of the day-to-day keeps us very grounded, but ultimately I think prayer is what um, brings us face-to-face with reality if it's authentic prayer. Um, I think the point of prayer is, is to help us see what is truly real, because sometimes we can live in reality in, in illusions. So oh, yeah. um, prayer is what uh, makes us aware of the things going on in our hearts, um, makes us aware of what's going on in the relationships around us, in the world around us, and also helps to make us aware of what God is doing in our lives. And that's the most uh, real reality that we want to be grounded in that keeps us real. Is there another album in the future? Tell us all your secrets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks. Thank you. Yeah, there, there is actually. I'm, it's a huge joy. I'm in the middle of a project right now. Um, it's called Poco a Poco. It's going to be an album um, hopefully released in, in September uh, later this year. 
and I've been working on it for uh, the last year or so um, with a number of great people. God has sent so many good people into my life to, to bring this project uh, to fruition, and, and it's just been a, a work of God and an absolute joy and a journey for me, and uh, I can't wait to share it. Now, you said poco a poco. That sounded Spanish. Are you really mixing in the Caribbean vibe in there now? I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, mixing in the, the Spanish I have in my yes, vocabulary yes. And, uh, and, the, and the good people I've met along the way, and it's uh, just a favorite phrase of mine. So Oh, oh I love it. That's really cool. So if anybody is curious to hear more from Brother Isaiah's album, Broomstick is available on iTunes. And I'll be playing the full-length version of Jacob's song right after the podcast. So thank you so much for being on the podcast, Brother Isaiah. It was great having you. Oh, absolute joy, Catherine. Thank you. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I'm Catherine from Faith Vic. Catch you on the next one.
small voice You come in the still 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 small voice And you say Still small voice, you come in the still small voice, you come in the still small voice and you say, Let there be light. You come in the still small voice, you come in the still small voice, you come in the still small voice and you say, Let there be light. You come in the still small voice, you come in the still small voice, you come in the still small voice. Let there be light, you say, let there be light, you say, let there be light, yeah, you say, let there be light, and there is light, and light shines in the darkness, you say, let there be light, you say, let there be light, yeah, you say, let there be light, and there is light, and light shines in the darkness, you say, let there be light, yeah. You say, let there be light, yeah. You say, let there be light, and there is light, and light shines in the darkness. You say, let there be light, yeah. You say, let there be light, yeah. You say, let there be light, and there is light, and light shines in the darkness. You say, let there be light, yeah. You say, let there be light, yeah. You say, let there be light, and there is light, and light shines in the darkness. You say, let there be light, yeah. You say, let there be light, yeah. You say, let there be light, and there is light, and night shines in the darkness.